From foundations to flat work, excavations and everything in between, we are the ones that set the literal foundation in the construction industry. Come and listen to our professionals out in the field and get a perspective from the boots on the ground. I'm your host, Daniel Brown, and these are the stories of the people that we employ. We are Parker Concrete. Build on. Welcome back to the Parker Concrete Podcast, everyone. Today we're talking with one of our estimators. This person has been with us for, what, 37 years? Yep. 37 years. So, let's go ahead and get to it. Okay. Go ahead and introduce yourself, sir. I'm John Owen. I've been here 37 years. Started off as a summertime job. Oh, wow. Summertime job. That's how it started out, huh? Yeah, I, just, I lived in Seattle. I came down to visit my mom. I mean, I was just a young kid. I really didn't have any responsibility so uh, I came down here decided I was gonna stay the summer mm-hmm. and so I ran into buddy and go hey I think I'm gonna stay down here and hang out with mom and stuff and yeah I'm probably gonna look for a job just so I can don't run out of money and he gave me this phone number with Bruce Parker's name on it and he gave this guy a call and I gave him a call asked him he goes you never done the construction I go no he goes come out and see if you'd like it Come out and see if you like it. <laughs> That's exactly what it's worth. <laughs> well, obviously, you liked it, right? But, you know, it, it was a struggle at first. I mean, you never forget those first days. I mean, yeah. I, I couldn't pack a sheet of plywood. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's you know, it, it was, and I started in July, which it was 90 some odd degrees. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And, so, and don't forget the humidity too. Oh yeah. And then I had no idea that I needed gloves and I'm trying to carry rebar and it's, you know, I'm using my t-shirt and so my hands won't because the rebar sitting on the pavement. So it's just getting even hotter. Yeah. You know, so yeah, it was, it's just, the next day was much better. A day before, <laughs> time before gloves and everything. Huh? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh my gosh. How was Bruce back then? Um, it was, it was, it was different. Yeah. How was he in, in his, in his, uh, I guess his fighting weight? Um, <laughs> you, well, you, you, you worked just as hard as he did. Yeah. Cause he was a worker. Yeah. You know, but he was still there. He's just like he said, he's for the employees. Yeah. You know, and, but you better be working just as hard as he is. Cause that's the example <laughs> he's setting. That's that he sets a high bar on mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Yeah. So. What is it that people uh, tend to misunderstand when it comes to estimation? Um, sometimes I'm not sure people think we do anything, really. Mm. You know, just because we really don't have a lot of interaction with the superintendents out in the field. Right. We Everything is internal in, with their office and ours. And so, so, I, so every once in a while you just, you know, they don't understand that you... <laughs> you are working and yeah yeah and you know i just feel a responsibility that we need to keep these guys busy so if i'm not doing my job right no that's very very that's one thing that um i think a lot of people don't understand is that it, i mean everybody has their place you know right and, and it takes all of us yeah. doing our jobs yeah. for all this to work yeah. or none of us are going to be working because i've been in there before where you know just like ah, the guys in the office they don't know what we're doing they don't get what we're doing, you know. I, I've done it before. I even talked about it on the podcast before about, you know, uh, even engineers. They don't understand what, you know, like how how are we going to build this, right. you know? 
and and everybody has that but everybody does have their part in it yes and it's it's a machine yes you, know, you take the alternator out guess what it ain't running <laughs> mm-hmm. so <laughs> so forth and so on <laughs> so <laughs> so with that all being said um what is um what's the big challenge uh that you run into when it comes to certain jobs like uh if we're talking like a large commercial job is it harder to bid something uh other than like uh, in that uh in that category as opposed to like residential or is it all pretty much like the same complexity no you know i always say that it's, every foundation is the same but it's different mm-hmm. okay um the commercial is actually more detailed mm-hmm. so it has more information in there than the residential right ever. i mean there's those are the ones that your guess you're trying to picture how this house is gonna grade out to where the commercial side they already have that figured out yeah you know so i mean there's so um being out in the field really helps on the resident residential side it, it's almost like on the commercial side that's like we know what needs to happen explain it to us right how are you going to do it and yeah they, they kind of cherry pick some things like that i've seen that before right to where you know i mean people <laughs> on the residential side they'll ask you why did you figure it like this and then you explain to them and and then they go okay i see that yeah light bulb. You know, yeah that's yeah you know what that's that's a good idea yeah yeah speaking of which how has that changed so much like even with technology and everything you know because that's another thing i talk about a lot is that you know the way technology has changed from 30 years ago to now it's got to be strangely different especially since you've been in the field like right even just even from when they i went from the field to doing the bidding Mm -hmm. um i would go on the weekends and buy every color pencil or you know color pen i can because i literally is doing it by hand yeah and you're coloring everything to where now everything's on a program and 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 it's much easier to keep your information in there. So when eight months down the road, the job comes up, mm-hmm. you're not trying to figure out what did I do here? Right. And why did I make it that color? Or, you know, it, it's technology that actually helped. It has. You know that? And let alone, um, I used to have to go pick up all the plans. And then they want their plans back. Oh. <laughs> okay. So you were kind of limited on how much you, you might not even have that plan when it came up. Right. Which was a problem. Right. You know, and you're trying to figure out what you did by just your notes and, you know, to, and it took so much time. Yeah. You know, going to this builder, this builder, this builder. Then I got to where I was having to, I would just UPS the plans back. Gotcha. Because it was taking so much of my time. I just wasn't getting anything done. It just, you know. A lot of footwork. Right. And so yeah. um, that's why one of the reasons we got the big plotter. Yeah. Because I talked to Bruce and I go, hey, I said, I am spending way too much time in my truck picking up plans and it'd be a lot nicer if they can then just email them and I can print them here. Yeah. And then we finally rolled into where, you know, um, we somebody came in and mentioned that, hey, this program is fairly, you know, inexpensive for a program and it saves a lot of time and they were right. What program are we using? I don't know. On center. On center. Yeah, okay. we use on center, and 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 a lot of the construction companies around here do because it's, like I said, it's not horribly expensive. Right. And what's nice about it is they can literally send you a plan through that, and it sets it right up in your program. And just layers it all out. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. So which which is beautiful. Yeah. 
technology for the win. <laughs> well, right, and it, it's it's yeah, it's it's just nice because as we get older, our memory's not as good as it was, and you have oh man, you have everything in front of you. you know? <laughs> I worry about that a lot. Actually. That or that or yeah, <laughs> that or if something comes up after the fact, mm-hmm. you can go back and go, no, you know, let's look at what was on that plan, you know. Yeah. So which it it helps. Yeah, my uh, my father-in-law, he um, he used to write up um, uh, details and plans and all that everything, and he still does it just for fun every now and then, and um, he does it all by hand. Yeah, looks gorgeous, you know. I used but, to, yeah, I used to tell the kids that I color for a living. Yeah, yeah, it's such a it's it's such a cool uh, it's such a cool like uh, um, uh, quality to like watch, like to watch that do like right. watch that happen. It's so cool to see it like all come together and you know do that and it's just like all that, you know, dedication, routine, and everything like that. It's, no, absolutely. When it's, yeah. it's nice to go out there and see the guys that they've taken that and what you figured on paper and now they put it. Yeah, know, yeah, I enjoy yeah. that. <laughs> so, um, if uh, you could say that anybody that's influenced you uh, the most, and it doesn't necessarily be have to be at this company, like. Uh, just in your life in general, uh, who who would you say that biggest influence would be? Absolutely, my dad. Yeah. Well, he he taught me how to work. There you go. He taught me how to work, and he taught me how to look um, just not at what we're doing. Look at three steps ahead of what he's going to be doing because I'm helping him. Right. So look at what he know I'm going to be doing. You know. Mm-hmm. So have that ready for me. Right. You know, and and so I've. My brothers and I, we've always said that by age 12, we had, we had all our, our, our plumbing card, <laughs> our framing card, you know, um, yeah. at 12, I was running a, a dozer login with them yeah. with my butt sitting on the edge of the seat because I couldn't reach the pedals. <laughs> it was all low show fruit. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, back then it's all good. Yeah, but... no, it was a different time, you know, I mean, it definitely was. You know, if kids were out there, I mean, that you, you would never see that now. No, I mean, you can't. Well, I was, I was talking to somebody about this the other day. Um, uh, one of my school field trips, and then also my dad took me to work, like when you could still take kids to work with you, like uh, take a kid to work mm-hmm. day. And um, he worked at the coal mine. And then uh, we had a field trip over at Atrona Mine. And so we're like underground doing all this stuff. And it was the coolest. And now I think about it now, and I'm like, huh, that would <laughs> never happen. <laughs> That would never happen. I mean, it, it it was a great trip, but nowadays, like, mm, nah, not happening. Too much liability. Yep. Somebody's gonna, you know, something's gonna happen yep. somehow. Yeah. But uh, uh, where was I going with that though? The uh, work ethic that was installed in you, like instilled with you, uh, with you at a young age, it's it's been going on and on. Right. And you do that to you, you do that with your children, yep. and then um, you know, how's it how's it helped them out? Um, yeah, I have two two children that uh, two of my kids work at a veterinary hospital. Really, and the doctors want to know if I have any more kids. <laughs> really, yes. yeah. they love them because they they work. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, that, then that's what I'm saying. They always they always ask, Are "You sure you don't have any more kids?" Right. I go, "I do," but she's a little young still. <laughs> <laughs> that is so interesting. When I find that people go into the veterinary field, is that that's a different that's a different creature altogether and you know what and not everybody that's not meant for everybody. i couldn't do it i mean no. you know i mean you can't save every animal right right you know um we do have mastiff that son decided that 
they were going to put him down. Yeah. He was, they just don't know what happened. And he was not even a year old. And, and the doctor said, I think he can, it was like he had a stroke. Oh no. But the doctor said, I don't, I don't think it's it's something we don't know what, you know, but anyway, he says, I think he can relearn it. It's going to take him a little longer because he's full size. Yeah. And, uh, when we got him, he couldn't really even stand up. He'd just fall over. Now you wouldn't even know it's the same dog. Really? Oh my gosh! It's you know my neighbors and even the local police that drive by. They've the hill stop by. He goes, I cannot believe this is the same dog. Wow! Um, from day one when you got it, it was just lay here to now it's it's running up and down. Wow! So, yeah, it, it's that's incredible. I mean, did you do anything like particular with that? Like or? no, I mean we would literally have to put him on a blanket to carry mm-hmm. him in the house. Wow. You know, and, and and even for him to put his one paw on top of the other, he'd use his weight and pull it to pull it over. Wow. To where now it's now he still has his quirks. He he won't go in a room if you close the door. Don't ask me why, because he loves to hang out with me in the morning while I get ready. Yeah. But I can't close the door. If I close the door, he turns around and he faces the door and he wants out. Oh, so when he's inside the room As long as that door's open. He's fine. He, he'll lay right behind me. He wants to hang out with me, but he—he's, he, you know, like he won't go upstairs. Weird. He's never been up the stairs of the house because hmm. he looks at him and he says, "Not for me." Oh, gotcha. You know, it's—it's yeah. he—he still has, and you just don't know what it is, and it sucks when we have to take him to the vet though because he—he mm. he won't leave the. the the outside the gate he won't go outside there he'll bark at you like no other <laughs> so we literally drive the car up the sidewalk to the gate mm-hmm. and then we have to wrestle him in there and once he's in there he's fine he's looking out the back just sitting like weird it's it's little little quirky things that huh you know how's he do with the vet um he he, he remembers <laughs> the vet and how long he spent there yeah and he just lays down and they have to scoot him up the floor Oh, gotcha. <laughs> it's hilarious, yeah. He just, he just lays down. He gets down on Because gotcha. yeah, uh, my dog, she loves going to the vet. I know. And we have another dog that uh, when the sun leaves at night, she wants to go. And I go, it ain't that fun there. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I go, I don't know why you want to go so bad with him to that. You know, but... Get to meet all the other animals. Yeah. And... So, but, yeah, anyway. But just give that dog a pair of scrubs. But yeah, like I told the kids, <laughs> you can't save them all. So yeah, but like and I and you know, it does take a special person to. I couldn't do it. I mean, just I mean, healthcare alone. I mean, you got to think people that deal with people that are sick and injured and their and their worst times and all that. You can still communicate with those mm-hmm. people, but doing it with an animal—that's a different thing altogether. Yeah. I just couldn't imagine. Yeah, that's, I mean, like, I know you don't feel good, but what is it? <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, yeah. So. Holy moly. That's good though. I, that's good to get some like you know some high praise, for, especially for your kids, especially about your children. Yeah, you know, and I yeah, not, not, and I go, you sure you're talking about my kids, right? <laughs> I think they work harder for you than me. <laughs> the just the two, or yeah, it was just just two that work at the vet. Yeah, gotcha. so, or you you have two. Yes, two. Okay, how old are they? Uh, twenty three and twenty seven. Gotcha. What's their social security numbers? <laughs> so, um, when did you make your transition into the like into uh, the estimator role? 
or was it was it a was it pretty much like green to gold just pow you're like right into it or did you uh was it a what is a was it like a slower transition it was you know back in the day nobody had to give prices mm-hmm. you know they knew what you, they knew what you charged but you yeah. just they'd, they'd call bruce up and you know you have accounts that they think we've got to get this job this lot this lot this lot coming up this month right and you just go do it and bruce would just send them in the you know this is what it took and and then it slowly started changing to where banks wanted you know numbers right you know right. and so once that started happening you know it was easy for bruce to do the the, the little dinger stuff mm-hmm. but then you know you had the basements and stuff and then and, and to where it got to where then he just moved me into the office gotcha you know gotcha so. and then uh what, what year was there when did that when did you actually do that Boy, that yeah. would we it, were down at the old building Okay. It had to be right at the be. Uh, it would have been right at the beginning of that because we had no other place. Gotcha. You know, because he was up. Everything else was up at the house before we moved down the street. Mm-hmm. You know, so and that was. It's been a while. It's been a while. Yeah. Wow. Wow, time just moves so fast. Oh well, you know? yeah, I mean, well, yeah, I mean, I've watched all the Parker kids grow up. Oh yeah. You know, yeah, you were you were there for all that. Well, right, Levi was just this little little kid, and you know, running around the house. I mean, <laughs> whoa, that's got to be, like, yeah, yeah. I mean, Mikey was in, in high school. You know, it just, jeez, yeah. No, I've watched them all get, get their driver's license. I'm like my my I'm you're blowing my mind here because I'm like. Now I'm thinking about it. Like, I, obviously, everybody was a kid at some point, but I'm right. like, what was what was well, Levi like as a kid? You know, huh. and, and now you see, you know, like Mikey and Jason, you, we've watched their kids grow up. Yeah, yeah. You know, so. Oh, man. That's something. Mm-hmm. Because that time, it just never and, stops. And, and, well, and it just, it doesn't seem like it really was that long ago. Mm-hmm. That's the creepy part, yeah. right? You know, everything. <laughs> you're getting older faster than, you know, you want. Yeah, there's a, I forget what it's called, but there's some kind of a, some kind of like, um, uh, what is it, uh, study or something like that. The longer that you're alive, the faster time seems hmm. to go by, and that's actually a thing. It's oh. because you actually have more time to gauge that <laughs> that speed off of, so to speak. When you're young, ten minutes seems like an eternity, right? You know, but when you know you get up to your forties, your fifties, you know, ten minutes is like gone. You know, yeah. So, yeah, there's I I don't know what it is, but. I'll, I'll look it up later. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, did you go to school or anything for this particular role? No. Or is it all just hands-on? It's all been hands-on. You know, um, like I said, a lot of it is we did everything at home ourselves. Right. We built our own barns. We built every outbuilding. We, you know. Yeah. And oh, so. That's one thing I didn't ask you. I'll, I'll double back on that when I get back there. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. So, so that kind of helped where, no, I've never done construction officially, you know, for, but, you know, I've, I knew the basics. I can swing a hammer. Right. You know. Right. I did not know how to read a plan. There was no ever any plans. That was a struggle. You know, um, I'd have to ask them, hey, where do these panels go? And they would, you know, the guys would help me out, go, okay, grab this, put them here, here, here. Because, yeah, I I couldn't even, I didn't know what to plan. (laughs) So far I've come. I mean, just I mean, just running those panels too. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, and you know, back then, um, it was a different system, and mm-hmm. 
Bruce always had a particular way how which way he would lap him, and you'd have to look at that so the measurements would work out. Gotcha. And I'd always have the corner of my eye would look to see when he'd get to a corner which way he'd lap because I would figure out which way I would think he would. Sometimes, most of the time he would, but every once in a while he would change it for whatever reason. Right. And so then you'd see me running across the lot to to go switch a panel out because that one's not going to fit when he gets in the middle now. Oh, gotcha. He's going to be basically be an inch short. Not gotcha. too long, so I'd go just put a, put a different panel in there. So then when he gets there, again, Perfect. looking three steps ahead. Well, yeah, that, that's know? the huge thing is looking three steps ahead. That's important. Yeah. It's um, kind of that whole mentality. If you're going to go to the trailer, you're going to go to the truck. You know, don't just go for one item. You know, think about what you need because you're going to make that trip all the way there. If you got a few items there, bring it back. How much of this is you going to need? Are you going to need to grab this? You're going to need to grab, mm-hmm. you know, some extra steaks or anything like that. Some so forth and so on yeah and so. i'm pretty sure nobody starts out at five dollars an hour anymore either oh yeah wow holy moly it only lasted a week okay because <laughs> you know he, he, i mean i think i got a, a raise the first three weeks i was here wow. every week i you know he goes hey i give you a raise You're, yeah you're doing all right yeah. you're doing all right kid <laughs> so, so like i said russo he he looks at the employees so, yeah i mean yeah that's fantastic um Man, five dollars an hour. Five dollars an hour. Wow, that is crazy. I remember, well, even, even back in the day, like even like like what they're talking about now is like fifteen dollars an hour, and no overtime. Yeah. And, well, we would work overtime, but yeah. we, we didn't. They didn't at the at the beginning. They didn't port, pay overtime. Wow, that is wild. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, and like I said, it just everything's changed so much. Just you know, oh, yeah. even even in my lifetime, so much so much has changed. Well, yeah, you just look around now, and it's like yeah. it's crazy. Yeah. Brand new cars, like, like, ugh. Brand new cars, it's... It's kind of insane. <laughs> well, if you can get one. If you can get one. Yeah, if you can get one. <laughs> what do you think it'll be like in the next five years, 50 years? You know, it's going to be interesting because I think um, you're going to see a lot more electric. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I. it's going that way. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, they're they're showing up with the trucks, it's just going to see what what they can do with, you know, having one for a truck just to run around and then have one to work and, you know, do everything we do is yeah. another story. Yeah. So it'd be interesting to see where, where they go with that. There is supposed to be a Toyota solid state battery that they just came out with. And I always take this with a grain of salt when they say the numbers mm-hmm. on, 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 um, on distance, but they're saying it's, a thousand miles per charge. Oh, I, like I said, I I need to recheck that. But you know, even if it's like five hundred miles on a charge, that's still pretty substantial. Yeah. But I don't know. I got my I got my foot a little bit in there with that that bolt, but that's just a back and forth to work type deal, right? You know, and you know? I mean, when you're pulling trailers and I mean, it, yeah. that's a whole other deal, and so totally different deal. Yeah. So that's I say to be interesting to see where where they go with that. Huh. Yeah. I wonder. Oh no, I can see why not. Yeah, I mean, because they every, you know, everybody wants to be greener. So yeah, um, that yeah. or you're gonna, it'd just be interesting to watch, see what happens. Yeah, exactly where where it's gonna go and how it's gonna go. You know, so well, yeah, they've come I mean, just in the in this thing about the diesel trucks. I mean, the first ones we had were louder than it was horrible to roll down the window. <laughs> right. Okay, you go down the road. Now you can't even hear them. Right. Okay, I mean, it's and they are. 
very clean. Yes, and now and they right they they and they burn way cleaner now. It's kind of wild. Um, uh, uh, side side story here. Uh, I don't want to get lost in the weeds too much on that, but um, we were doing uh, some underground work and we had to get an excavator down there, and so we had to get a specialized one that had scrubbers on it and an additional scrubber on top of it. And I mean, you could take your sniffer and put it right there. Nothing. Oh wow! It was wild. That's crazy. You could feel the emissions mm-hmm. coming out, but you're and just then, like, yeah, it's just highly specialized mm-hmm. to go underground, be in there, and it's not going to make everybody go <laughs> go night night. <laughs> yeah, see, that's incredible. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty wild. It's pretty wild what people can figure out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, <laughs> so how's it feel? How's it feel like just being here for this long? Good. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean. I'd love I'd, I'd love coming to work. Yeah, I mean, and I've always said that. If you, I enjoy what I do, so mm-hmm. I get up every morning and I look forward to going. Yeah, I say, and then, and then you know, I have I do have people I know that they hate their jobs. And go, yeah, I said you, you know, I think it's all case by case. I, I, there are some people that I say genuinely hate their jobs, and I'm not, I mean, not but. You know, we we all have you know bad days at work, mm-hmm. but I mean, for the most part, you know, you look at you look at the big picture, and you no, know, I wouldn't have been here this long if I did. Right, work. right. So. And that, that's one thing I, I kind of miss working out in the field is like if you're having a bad day or something like that, because that's what I was gonna say is like some people are just not necessarily hate their job, but they're having a bad day, and then that leaks into their work, mm-hmm. you know, and that stinks. But that's one thing I do miss about being out in the field if I'm having a bad day, you know. Nose down into the work. Right. It just kind of goes away. Free therapy. <laughs> summertime, I do miss. Wintertime, you know, you don't really miss working out in the rain. But summertime, was, oh. it, it, it is, you know, that was one of the perks of you yeah. know, doing what we do is uh, working outside. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, How did you deal with that in the, the wintertime when you were out in the field? You know, um, I always told, I told the guys, hey, it's Oregon. Mm-hmm. If you're going to survive and do this, you have to have the gear to survive. Right. Okay. I said, it's going to get cold, but if you can stay dry, you know, don't come out here with just a, a sweatshirt thinking that you're going to be able to survive all day in the rain. <laughs> right. Because it's not going to happen. No. It's not going to happen. I'm going to look over and you're not going to be moving because you're going to be frozen. Right. You know, um, you know, but you know, there was those cold days that you didn't dare get in your truck and eat your lunch. You just ate it out in the rain because you're going to freeze, you know, getting, oh, yeah. you know, you just eat enough and then just go right back to work and just, just get it all done, get it over so we can go home. You don't want to change your comfort level any, you just want to, yeah. you just want to coast through it. Yeah. You're just like, I'm going to stay like this. Yeah. I know yeah. exactly what you're talking about. Holy moly. And that's the thing I tell everybody too, is that, you know, working in like, you know, places like Wyoming and Colorado and all that, um, it gets cold. Yeah. It's it frozen cold, but there is something to be said about being wet and cold. Yeah. That's a different monster altogether. I forgot how much I hate being wet and cold. What well, <laughs> I forgot about that whole, until I moved out here. <laughs> I literally had a five-gallon bucket of cotton gloves. Oh, really? Yeah, that you know I could wash and and so you know I, you know, you'd go through at least a pair every hour. Yeah. I would because as soon as I'd get soaked, I'd, and you know that if I kept my hands warm, my feet warm, mm-hmm. you know I can. I could survive the day. Everything else usually takes care yeah, you of itself. Yeah, you know, you, you keep that core of yours, you yeah. know, and, and you, you know, just like riding a bike on my motorcycle, if I can keep my core warm, I'm, I do fine. Yeah, bueno. Yeah. Speaking of bikes, you ride a lot. Yes. Yeah. I see that uh, that map you have in your office. 
Yeah, but, except, uh, you know, this year I, I should be already riding to work and our weather's been so horrible. Yeah, what's going on this year? <laughs> exactly. It's, it's May. It's, it's still pretty cold. What, what, what's that about? <laughs> I mean, I just stare at my motorcycle in the garage. Oh, man, it's probably killing you. Well, yeah, just like I said, normally I'm already riding, yeah. you know, or, and we're doing, you know, evening uh, dinner trips on the bike, you know. Yeah, yeah. And then we haven't done any any of that. None of that? No. What are you riding right now? So, uh, an Ultra Classic. Ultra Classic? Yep. You got uh, you got the screen on there and everything? Yep, yeah, screen, stereo. Um, nice. Yeah, it's it it spoils you. I mean, I bet. Uh, we you know we have the communications on there, so when we're going down the road, we talk just like you and I are talking right now. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's all just it's voice activated. So as soon as one of us starts talking, it it shuts down the radio, and yeah, <laughs> that is that is incredible. Mm-hmm. That is incredible. I'm just I uh, when I used to ride back in the day, I was just didn't even wear a helmet. Yeah, safety guy not wearing a helmet. Well, yeah, in fact. Um, <laughs> Now the the Bluetooth that they have, uh, you don't even know I'm going down the road if if I answer my phone. Really? Yes. Really? So it's that good. It's that good now to where because uh, I'll ask, hey, do you hear? Do you hear? Uh, are you going down the road? Nope. Hmm. I'm on my bike. No kidding. Yes, it's it's. That's impressive. Yes, that is very impressive. What, what is it like a, a throat rig or is it like in in the helmet itself? No, it's uh, it actually just sits on the helmet. And then it just has a, a mouthpiece that comes around. And wow, yes, jeez, who makes that? Um, starts with an E. Well, I'll tell you. I'll, I'll look at. Yeah, we'll get it later. <laughs> but yeah, they've that just tells you how far they've come with the Bluetooth, you know, and, mm. and the noise canceling. That is incredible. Yeah. So what? Um, uh, what? What is the biggest? Uh, thing that you've learned from over your career, uh, from over the span of your career? Um, as far as what I do, is, and out, even out in the field, is paying attention to the details. Right. And that's, you know, only time I've, well, every time, you know, you get on with some of those easy jobs, yeah. and you think, hey guys, we got it made today. This is, this is, it's a quick one, we'll have it set up in three hours. Okay, and then so you shut your brain off. Yeah. And the next thing you know is you're coming in the end and going, hey, guys, why is this a foot too close to the property line? You know, because mm-hmm. somebody may have been burning your foot, you didn't pay attention, or it's, uh, just, it's just those easy jobs that everybody just kind of clicks off, and and then, yeah, next thing you know is, you know, it ends up. Yeah, even yeah. working with Bruce sometimes. Oh, we, man. We would... He would, you know, we'd get slow, and so we'd all get on with the same job. And yeah. So now you have multiple foremans, basically, and you think the other guy's doing this, and he's going to do this. Dude, and, yep. And then next thing you're in trouble, and, you know. I thought you were doing it. Yeah. I thought you were doing it. <laughs> you're coming back the next day, and because you're too embarrassed to tear it down right there because you got your competition up the road, so you just oh. leave. <laughs> you come back the next morning and do it real quick. Oh, no. You know. Yeah. yeah, details. Okay, you gotta pay attention to the details. Pay attention to the details. Yes, you gotta take care of the little stuff. It's like yep. making your bed in the morning. Yep. You can't do the little things. How you gonna handle the big stuff? Yep. You know, I always do that. Like I always tell, who was I talking to about that? Uh, basically about complacency and everything like that. The most complex jobs are the most dangerous ones. 
um, those people usually um, uh, the ones like, or like even the ones I've been on where you're you're really like paying attention to everything safety wise you know what you're doing up there because you know, I got one maybe two shots to do yeah. this and I need to make sure that I do it right and of course it comes out beautifully because you're really being meticulous everything is like hyper hyper like activated in your brain but where the biggest mess up, like mix ups are or like things were getting missed are the regular jobs like the little ones mm-hmm. you know the ones you're just like the complacency and everything yes. that's where it's just like yeah autopilot and- we were just talking about that the other day. I'm trying to remember who I was talking to about that. Anyways, that's besides the point. <laughs> that's really good information, though. Um, that is uh, very, very important, especially to what we do. And um, uh, let's see. What else was I going to ask you as well? <laughs> what is um, what is the, the biggest thing about your job that people don't... Uh, understand about what you do yeah that's tough i mean you know because basically our job is to you know get the price and get you know sell the product and get the best price we can Mm -hmm. to where you know so you know you talk to a builder and his purchasing agents their job is just do the opposite they want to get it as cheap as they can right you know um i sometimes as far as I don't think they understand that we're here to help them. Mm-hmm. You know, our employees. They don't how much they they can lean on us. Yeah. You know. You know, if, if there's something, you know, hey, this isn't working out. This, you know, is there a different way we can, you know, do this? Is there any other options? The options, you know, or you know, and and you know, or, or even if it's just information they need. Mm-hmm. You know, that they, they can call and you know, anybody in here is going to do what they can to. Can you, you explain know. it to me another way? Yeah. You know, like stuff like that. Because I've, I've had that happen before, too. It's like I'm reading it, and it's like, this is English. <laughs> but, right. I mean, and, 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 and don't be scared to call and say, I don't understand it. You know, can, you yeah. know, and and that's we're here to help. Yeah. You know, and, and I don't I think that's, you know, they don't they think we're here just to we're just bidding the job and we're done with it. Here you go. It's like you know, calling the calling the principal or calling your parents or something yeah, like, hey. you know, you know, that, you know and we want to help, you right? Know, you know, to where now I literally, if I, the advantage we have, when we see the plans first, we might see details that they don't notice. Mm-hmm. So now I note it when we give him the information out in the field. Now, mm-hmm. you know, it might just be, hey, look at the power lines, because I googled yeah. it and I see power lines everywhere. You might not be able to use pump, right? Okay. I'll put little notes like that. Yeah. You know, or yeah. if it's a, in a floodplain, they go, hey, your elevations are on this page. You know, let me know if you need any more help with those. All right. Fair enough. No, that's perfect. I mean, I think that's very important that everybody needs to know that, that you guys are available for like as a resource. Yeah. You guys are completely available for that. So, I mean, and I, I think it's very important that they understand that, yeah. especially the, well, mainly the people on the field, that they understand that. Well, right, especially if they get to a job and they go, this is not anything what you described to me, you know. Right. What's, uh, what's the biggest thing, like the biggest pet peeve that you have? Oh, because... Oh, boy. Let's get to the juicy stuff here. <sighs> what is the biggest pet peeve? What now that we got done talking about, you know, yeah. hey, contact me if you need help. Well, and, and I, <laughs> I'm trying, you know, pet peeves in work. It just, 
Um, thinking that you could do it all by yourself. Oh. Okay, I, I just, and you're, I mean, and you don't call anybody, you don't talk to anybody, you just go out there and think that I'm my own person out here, I don't need any help from the company. Mm-hmm. Okay, we, we, it drives me crazy. That, yeah. yeah. And, and it makes it to where you don't want to help them because they, when you do call them, they think you're a bitch. Yeah. And I'm, you know, I'm just trying hey, tell me how to help you, okay? I just yeah. want you to be successful. And, okay. You don't understand. If you're successful, I'm successful. I right. want you to, I don't want you to fail. Right. And it, <laughs> right. It just, that really. No, that's a big one. I can see, I, can, I definitely can get behind that. You know, and then, and then you, you know, go, wow, this job was already, this job's done. Mm-hmm. When, when they go do that? You know, did they know about this, this, and this? Yeah, because I think they know. I know you're trying to be proactive. You're trying to get it done, but you know, there's. Yeah, you know, and nowadays you got to you do have to put the brakes on a little bit because there's, you know, when we were out there, there was no rebar in the foundations. Mm-hmm. There's no hold downs in the foundations. It was right. concrete and anchor bolts. That's so, it. That was it. You know, and then at at one point, the city of Tigard, they would come. As long as it was no, your walls weren't over four foot tall. They mm-hmm. come, they would inspect your your footing, mm-hmm. and you didn't have to call for uh, a wall inspection. No, because there was there was nothing in it. It's just concrete and anchor bolts. Hey, they can check your setbacks, come post and beam. Mm-hmm. So if that's wrong, then you know you're in trouble. But yeah, they'd come check, make sure you had the footing to reboard. You know, usually there was two rows of bar on the footing at the most, if any, and but. Yeah, they they come. Yep, ground looks great. I can check everything out. It's supposed to be, and they would not come back. So that being said, though, too, how how different are like specs now as they were when you started? I mean, we're talking about how, like quality wise, as opposed to like you know. Yeah, like I said, there was you didn't pour you put, didn't put any one stick of rebar in it. Not the one stick. No. Huh. You know, I mean, they used to their ground rods were out outside in the in the ground yeah now they're in the foundation hmm. you know um i mean is that how does that change the longevity of the the foundation itself though you know you, you see foundations that have been built back in you know right right that, that are solid as solid yet still yeah okay i mean but you know now with you know they're earthquakes and they're you know and the hold yeah. downs are you know all it is is just giving you a chance to get out of your house if yeah. the big one does hit it's not keeping your house from not falling over it's just they're trying to just give you a little longer it's like those 30 minute cans on the gas mask <laughs> it's not there to keep you alive it's there to get you away from whatever's happening exactly yeah you yeah know. the um the there's a lady that comes here I, I, you might be familiar with her cindy yes yeah she was talking about concrete um was it roman concrete she mentioned that and i went down this rabbit hole you know, and like, why is this concrete still standing? Why is it? And it's it, it's 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 how it's built, and it's not being built. It's not being it's not being manufactured the same way as it was back then. It is as it is now, and there's a lot of things like I guess coral goes into it. Same thing with volcanic ash, which makes it really really robust. Well, right, and and, uh, and concrete now is a design. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's it's not lime, cement, sand, mm-hmm. and gravel. I mean, as a kid. Growing up, yeah. we made our own concrete. We had our own little mixer and all the sidewalks around the house, the patios. Right. Yeah, we'd have everything and, you know, the old man would give you the recipe. Yeah. How many shovels of each and 
Right. Yeah. He, right. He, I would make it, and he'd come, put it in a wheelbarrow, and. Mm. <laughs> now and now, yeah, right. It's all by design now. No, it's a it's a design now. Yeah. 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 And um, I think that's probably where the rebar and everything like that comes into place and everything. So right, and then it just slowly, just you know, everything just slowly yeah. changed. I mean, to where now you know you had engineers involved and. What do you think about that carbon stuff? Um, I think they have a long ways to come. Yeah. Before we're going to be able to use it. Yeah. Um, they, there's, and and to make it to where it's affordable. Gotcha. Yeah, there, that's a big part. There's the there's the part right there. Is, yeah. Is and and to make it to where people are going to want to use it because you know it's not three times the cost. Right. Yeah. If, it, if it's supposed to be, what is it? It's supposed to be stronger. Um, yeah, and you know, and I still don't think you can use it in, actually in foundations yet. No. I think you can do it. You they'll, you you can try it in your flat work, but anything structural. No dice. And no dice yet. Gotcha. You know, gotcha. and that's just kind of come along with testing. Because yeah, that's what I was kind of feeling too. Because they're really trying to push it a lot, mm-hmm. and then I just feel like that's more of like a this is the beta phase. Yeah, yeah let's see what exactly. happens. We need to collect this information yep. first here in the next yep. ten years, and then yeah. we'll see. And, what and, happens. and yeah, it'd be interesting to see where that goes. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, because I mean, it, everybody, there's a lot of companies out there that that's what they're going towards is less of a carbon footprint. Yeah, yeah. It's um, it's fascinating stuff. How like there are people are still trying to innovate, you know, in the construction field and whatnot. Uh, they're trying to uh, uh, help help workflows like move a little bit faster and whatnot. And like same thing, like even uh, VR stuff. You know, I've been. Oh, seeing, yeah. I, I used to see a lot of those at uh, job sites. VR stuff, and it, I mean, it's interesting because you know you can see the whole progress of the building or how it's supposed to go and whatnot, and you can see it there live, but. To me, also, you know, I'm not wearing a hard hat that's like bigger than it needs to be, you know, with a cooling system on it. So, <laughs> but uh, like I said, tech technology is getting pretty cool. But you know, you still need men to build stuff. Yes, we can do. So, yeah. <laughs> so um, let's see. Oh, we're at 42 minutes right now. Oh, wow, yeah, fly by. Fly, we flew by. <laughs> well. I, I think I think that should be good then for now. Okay. So, so, but yeah, but sir, I do appreciate you taking the time to well, do this. I'll do it again for you. Oh, I appreciate it. Honestly, um, a great interview. So, all right, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Well, that wraps up another episode, everyone. Thanks for listening. And if you haven't done so yet, subscribe to the podcast. We will be releasing new episodes every Monday. Also, thank you all so much for your support. And don't forget to follow the link in the show notes and leave a message. You can leave feedback, suggest topics, and even request who you want to hear next on the podcast. So with that said, I'll see you next week. And as always, be good, be safe, build on. We are Parker.